Hey friends, and welcome back to the Candidly Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Gillespie, and I am so glad that you are here. I'm joining you today for another solo episode. I remember telling y'all that I was going to try and do a couple more of these because I like them. I think they're fun for me, and I get a good response from them. So here it is, coming at you with another solo episode, and I'm excited to talk about this one today because I was laying in bed last night, and I... uh, you know, sometimes you get where you lay down to go to bed and all of a sudden your mind starts racing, of course, even though you were like barely keeping your eyes open minutes ago. Um, So that was kind of the case. So I laid down and it just kind of hit me that this was something that I need to talk about. And I've told you guys before, but a lot of the things I talk about are things that I've had to learn the hard way. And I'm just speaking on personal experience. So I'm just, I'm not you know, I'm saying this almost more for myself, but I also am a firm believer that if I'm going through something or if I learned a lesson the hard way, then there are other people out there who are going through the same thing or need to learn the same lesson. And if I can help them in any way, shape or form, it's kind of my duty to do so. I have a platform, have a podcast, I have an Instagram, I have all these other ways to communicate with people, my newsletter. I mean, I just have all these other ways that I can communicate with people. And it's almost like it's my duty to do so and to share what I I've learned and to make that connection. I really believe in human connection. So as I was laying in bed, I was like, this is what I have to talk about. This is definitely it. And I'm just going to go from there and speak from the heart. Cheesy, I know, but very true. And just get it out there on what I need to say. So today's topic is about sarcasm. And this is, I'm I'm really poking right at myself when I say this because I am an extremely sarcastic person. I, I like sarcasm. I... And as I just said, I'm very sarcastic myself and it's a a fun quality to have. But I do think that there needs to be like some bumpers to it almost, you know, like the bowling alley when you have the the kids who have the the bumper blockers or whatever that go up on the edge of the rails so that they don't get a gutter ball. Like we need some bumper blockers on our sarcasm from time to time so that we don't end up in the gutter with it. Because there are a lot of times when sarcasm is not taken well, it does not serve us and it really hurt someone's feelings or, or, you know, you just come off the wrong way. So that's really what I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about uh, sarcasm as a defense mechanism, because while that is part of my personality, naturally, I am a low key person who loves a quick comeback and loves a witty one liner. But there are times in my life I know when I have taken that to an extreme and I've used it, I've just been low, that's just the way I am. But to some extent, I have used it as a defense mechanism to diffuse uncomfortable situations or to, um, you know, take, you know, an awkward, if I didn't want to have an awkward conversation or if someone was maybe, I don't know, not accusing me of something, but um, maybe just like calling me out on some bullshit, I would refer to sarcasm, like I said, to diffuse the situation when really at that time it called for something more serious and I should have given it that time and that opportunity to be a more serious conversation. So first of all, I want to say I kind of, as I just said in my intro, I, I love sarcasm and I am naturally a sarcastic person. I have always prided myself on being, uh, you know, pretty quick witted. I love me a good one liner and I just love the, um, back and forth of like kind of, I don't know. It's just such a lightheartedness to it is what I like. And anyone who's been my friend forever, 
and who knows me knows that this is just the way I am and that when I like someone as a person, I tend to give them shit. I'm a shit giver and it's all in good fun. It's it's nothing like below the belt or anything like that. But like I like to just give people shit. That's that's the way I am. And if I like someone, I, I give you shit. That's just what I do. And like I said, it's lighthearted. And I've never had someone get mad at me. I've never crossed the line or anything. I have pretty good boundaries. You know, I just have this sense of awareness. But um, that's really just what I do. If I don't like someone, I pretty much just ignore them. Or if I don't jive with them, I don't want to say if I don't like someone because it's very rare that I'm just like, I don't like that person. But if for some reason I'm not jiving with their what they're putting off or their energy or something they're saying or whatever, like I don't, I'm not going to talk shit about you. Like I'm just going to ignore you and like stay away from you <laughs> and just not insert myself in your aura of energy, to be quite honest. Um, so when I do like someone and feel connected with them, I joke with them. It is a comfort thing for me to be able to have, uh, you know, some sarcasm going to be able to, um, you know, give some quick one liners back at them and just keep them on their toes. I love being able to keep people on their toes. That's just naturally the way I am. And I've always been that way. All my closest friends know that about me. And it's just part of my personality. So I and if it's part of your personality, I would never be like, oh, sarcasm's horrible. Don't ever do that. Like, I don't believe that. I believe that sarcasm is great. But it's something that you need to be able to rein in and you need to have some feel like <laughs> you just need to have some feel for it. Like there's a time and a place for everything. But I, I don't think I do this anymore, but definitely in high school and in definitely in college and my first couple of years of college and probably all through college, honestly, I really um, took my sarcasm too far in a, in a sense that I used it as a defense mechanism. So I didn't take it too far in that I offended someone, but I took it too far in that I was using it to um, to defend myself against, like I said, un, uncomfortable situations or times when I was hurting and I didn't want anyone to see that I was hurting. So I made a joke about myself or made a, um, you know what I mean? Like something like that. So I never took it too far where I hurt someone else, but I took it too far that I, I hurt myself. And I really was not honest with how I was feeling. And it really, it didn't serve me at all to do that. I mean, part of me was like, oh, this is just part of my personality. And that's true. But there are certain qualities in all of our personalities, I think, where we can take them to extremes. They're not necessarily bad things, but we can take them to extremes in a way that they are all of a sudden really detrimental to who we are as a person, our growth as a person, or how we're communicating with other people. I, uh, My dad is really organized and really... Um, he kind of has like OCD. He's just really in order. He always has his stuff together, which is great. But if he pushes it to an extreme where, again, like I said, it's like a little bit OCD, it can become really detrimental to him. And it can be really, uh, you know, something that's just a really big downfall for him. You know, he kind of has to keep it in check because he can get obsessive about it and it can really rear its head. And that's just another example where you're using the like, this is just the way I am, quote unquote as a defense mechanism to diffuse or to make yourself feel like it's okay to do that when it's really not always okay to do that. So I can think back to high school and college and, and some of these times when I was hurting the most. I went through some really hard things in high school. My senior year of high school was a very, very hard year for me for a lot of different reasons. It's just like when it rained, it, it poured in that sense for me. And then even through college, um, my freshman year and sophomore year, there were some rough things that 
there. And I mean, there's ups and downs in college, no matter what. I mean, it's just it's such a weird time in your life, honestly, looking back at it. But there were some times when I was really, really hurting, like, um, I don't know whether it was with friends or a relationship or just something I was going through losing someone um, and I was really hurting and no one could tell and I really really put on a mask to try and hide that from everyone because I was always like I said this uh, happy sarcastic and um, just go with the flow happy-go-lucky kind of person and to me at that time, I've kind of grown, I've evolved from this, but showing that weakness and not being that person, being that person who was like, oh no, I'm really actually hurt by this. To me at the time, I thought it was a weakness. It's really not at all. And I've learned that, like I said, the hard way, I buried some problems that I had and didn't deal with them and buried some feelings that I had and they manifested themselves in some really um, scary, awful awful things. And I did it all to myself just because I was hiding behind, like I said, kind of a mask of of sarcasm and oh, like, I'm fine. I don't need anyone's sympathy or anyone's help. And to be honest, showing your feelings and your emotions, showing that you're hurt, like that's not that's not you needing sympathy. That's just you like expressing your emotions. I mean, if you cry, you know, all day, every day, um, you know, that's one thing. But if you are just hurt by something, and let me tell you, the things I was going through, anyone around me, everyone around me was like, I don't know how you're doing this. They're like, I would be miserable. I would be so upset. And, and so people were telling, like, I knew that it was what I was going through, it would be normal for anyone to be upset. But I still like was holding myself to this standard where like, I can't show emotion. I, you know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to let people inside, see the crack inside of me that, that we, you know, didn't have like this heart kind of of stone that couldn't be messed with. I always really prided myself, especially in college, of just being this person who like no one can mess with me. Like I'm really focused on my career. I'm really focused on what I'm doing. I'm really secure in who I am. Like no one can mess with me. Like I just knew that. And I kind of um, held that around as like a badge of honor that um, I was just so hyper-focused and I was who I was and there was no cracks in this like rock solid demeanor of my outside. And again, I could hide behind the sarcasm and the quick wit and all these other things. And again, as it was part of my personality, for sure, it was definitely times when I took it to an extreme and it was really bad for my health and my wellness mentally, physically, in a lot of different ways. So as I kind of mentioned before, I've learned this I've learned a lot of the things I've learned in my life the hard way. And to be honest with you, I'm just kind of coming to terms with the fact that that's how I learn. I can read things in books and I can see other people mess up, but I still like have to push the limit basically until I figure it out for myself. That's just kind of the way that I learned. And it was the same thing in this situation where I really didn't register until I messed up and until I really had kind of dug myself a hole. And then it kind of clicked and I was able to move forward from there and and kind of make the adjustment from there but it's really to the point now where as I said I'm gonna be who I am and part of me is just a really um you know go with the flow like I you know I like the one-liners I like the banter back and forth but if I ever get in a situation where I'm chatting with someone or where I'm having in a group or something like that and I make a sarcastic comment or whatever and it makes everyone laugh and blah 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 and this like I I always like quickly gather myself and I ask myself like 
am I am I doing this? Is this thing I'm about to say, is this sarcastic comment? Is this way that I'm coming off? Is this me like right now in this moment? Or is this me hiding from something? Does that make sense? Like I try and ask myself to determine the two because if it's me just being me, my, you know, being who I am, being that sarcastic kind of like quick-witted person who's always got a joke and a one-liner, like that's fine. That's totally fine. That's, you know, at my core, like that's how I enjoy myself. That's how me and my friends enjoy ourselves. Like that's just who we are. But if I'm using it to hide behind something else, then there's a problem and I need to stop. And the problems with me, obviously, there's a problem of something that I'm avoiding or something that I'm trying to diffuse or not deal with, whether that's a, you know, a relationship with a friend that's coming to head and I'm like putting off having to deal with it or have a confrontation, or maybe that's a feeling or an emotion that I'm going through and I'm putting off like admitting that I'm hurt or admitting that I'm upset or admitting that I'm having a bad day or whatever it is. But I now like make myself make that that decision. And to be honest with you, it sounds like it sounds like it would be a long drawn out thing, but within a couple seconds, like I know the answer to it. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I can tell right away if I'm integrity, if I'm in integrity with my my personality in the moment and what I'm doing. I mean, I know that right away. And if I'm not, if I have to think about it for a little bit, if I'm like, oh, then the answer is probably that I'm not. And I'm probably, you know, using it as a defense mechanism to cover up something else. And as I said, like that's not, that's when it becomes when it's not okay. And I I gave the example of my dad with um, his orderly things and kind of it being a little OCD at times, but whatever your habit is that's that's good or just part of your personality, I don't think we should change who we are. You know, I, I firmly believe that I was made this way because God needs me to be this person, you know, to do some type of work that he has, you know, laid out for me. He needs me to be this person. So I do believe in growing and evolving, but at my core, um, you know, I've gotten to the place where I know who I am and I'm not going to change that. I don't think I should. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's my duty to change that. And I'm comfortable being who I am. So I'm not going to change it, but I do believe in evolving and not using like our quirks as, you know, things we hide behind. And so I challenge you, I guess, if there's something about your personality that is quirky or is just the way you are and, um, I, I challenge you to maybe ask yourself that. Is, am I this way, um, you know, because it's really a part of me and this is really who I am at my core? Or am I this way at times because I'm deflecting something or because I'm hiding behind something or I'm using it as a defense mechanism? And it, it could be like the OCD thing where you're really neat and orderly, but you take it too far and you overcompensate and it turns into an OCD thing that really is bad for you. Or it could be something about I'm um, being I'm trying to think what else it could even be something like alcohol honestly like I I love beer like there's no I'm that's pretty obvious I just love craft beer I love good beer and you could be someone who loves good vodka or whiskey or yeah like me good craft beer but if you get to the point where I mean, if it's one thing if you're just enjoying it because you love like the taste of it, you love the craftsmanship that goes into it. That's one thing. But if you're take it to a place where all of a sudden you're using it to cover up for something else or to deflect something else or to, you know, defend yourself from something else, then like there's a problem there and you need to get deeper in on what that is that you're covering up and why you feel like you need to cover it up is another thing too. Not only that there's something you're covering up or something that you're putting off dealing with, but why are you putting off dealing with it? 
Why is it so uncomfortable for you? Why was it so uncomfortable for me to admit that I was hurt? Why was it so uncomfortable for me to admit that I was going through some tough shit and, you know, it was normal for someone in my situation to be upset? Why was that so tough for me? The answer, honestly, was that I didn't want people to see that, like, my life wasn't perfect. I didn't want people to see that, like, I had problems, too, and that there were things that I couldn't handle. And there were things that, you know, even made Carrie Lippert, which is my maiden name, if you don't know, but even... Even, you know, there were even things that like Carrie Lippert couldn't handle. And like in the the facade I kind of put out there was that there was nothing I couldn't handle. I could take everything as it came. And that's not the truth. There really is not the truth. So that was why once I got deeper and could evaluate that and really put a finger to it, what it was and got honest with myself, be honest with yourself, you guys. I think as humans, it's our duty to grow and evolve. And that's why I'm a personal development junkie because I really believe in bettering myself and I I put a lot of time into that whether it be books or podcasts or whatever it is I'm constantly feeding my mind because I know how I'm how much of an impact it makes on our life and our world and what we do and what we put out there so I believe as people we should grow and evolve and try and do better but I do believe at at your core you are you were made a certain way and the quirks that you have are yours and you should own them and trying to change them at a core level a i don't think you should and b it's probably not going to feel very good honestly I'm a huge animal lover and I always have been ever. Some of my earliest memories in my life are just like loving animals, like seeing kittens and puppies and or cows or whatever it was and just like literally having such a connection with them and loving them. And for a long time, I kind of like downplayed how much I loved animals because I thought it was like kind of nerdy or like, I don't know, it wasn't cool or I don't know what it was. I just didn't want to be that person who like really cared so deeply about something. Um, I don't know what it was. It sounds stupid as I'm saying it out loud, to be honest with you. But for a long time, I really like downplayed how much I cared for animals and how much animal advocacy and animal rights were important to me. And in the last year, year and a half or so, I've like totally, totally exploded that and totally gotten rid of that. Like I talk about, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm always talking about saving the animals. I'm always sharing posts of animals that are being adopted because I believe that God made me that way because he knew there's got to be people out there who want to help these animals because otherwise like they're just going to suffer. You know what I mean? And there are a lot of other people out there like me too. I believe he put that in my heart. Not There are a lot of people who are like think, I don't want to say they think it's weird, but they're like, oh gosh, I like animals, but like you are like obsessed with animals. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I think I was made that way. I think God put that in my heart for a reason. And I don't want to change that. I think that my humor and my quick wit, a lot of, I mean, I think I was made that way for a reason. I, I'm really good at lightening up a mood. I'm really good at making people laugh. I'm really good at, um, you know, just keeping the conversation going within a group and and stirring conversation and things like that. And some of that's just because I'm a journalist, so I know the right questions to ask and things to say to keep things going. But I'm, I'm good at stuff like that. And I'm good at being able to um, kind of tease someone, but also like in a loving way, in a way that like, hey, like we're just hanging out and I'm just throwing you a little teaser here and you're throwing me one back and like we're we're bonding over that. Like we can bond over giving each other a little shit and we can be friends over it. And I think he made me that way for a reason. So I'm not going to 
I'm really not going to try and change that. I just want to make sure that I'm not hiding behind it. Because when we start hiding behind these things, that's when it gets dangerous. And it's not good at all. It's, I mean, it's just you're doing yourself a disservice. You really are. And it, you're going to get to the point where you probably resent that you are that way. And I don't want to get to that point. So I guess kind of what I'm saying is be who you are. And like, enjoy your quirks and don't don't try and change them be who you are but fine-tune them and realize where when the time is right and when you're pushing the limit some and when you're hiding behind it and when you're um you know dulling down maybe or dimming these things that you truly care about or dimming these quirky things about you and because people do that I do that I spent a lot of my life doing that but make sure pay attention to stuff like that and and don't hide behind those things don't use them as as a way to justify like shitty behavior don't use them as a way to justify um you know not taking care of your mental and physical health, spiritual health, any of that stuff, that's not an excuse to like totally neglect how you're feeling or totally neglect um, X, X part of your life or whatever it is. It's just, it's not an excuse. And that's when we get in trouble. That's when I've always gotten in trouble. Like I told you guys, I learned this all the hard way. This stuff really had to come to a head for me before I like clicked that what I was doing was detrimental. So if you're like me and you have that sarcastic streak, if you like humor and that's how you are in a conversation and it's all in good fun and and whatnot, there's you're my person. You're my type of person. First of all, I like people <laughs> who I like people who don't th- take things super seriously all the time, um, and I like people who are you know just here for a good conversation and connection and good time. You're my type of person, definitely. Um, but make sure that you're not taking it two steps too far. Make sure that you're not hiding behind it. Make sure it's not a facade that you're putting out there. And make sure you can turn it off when you really need space or when you really need love or when you really need to explain that you're upset and that you need a friend or you need just some help. It's it's not like it's not something that you can't put away for a little bit. You can still be that person, but still need love and compassion. We are all that way. In my head, it was kind of like, well, I can't be this happy-go-lucky, sarcastic person and be like emotional at the same time. But it, I can be because emotions are human things and everyone has them. And me having them, you having them, being upset, being hurt about something, that just makes you human to be honest, like that just humanizes you. And if you're going through life and you're putting on this facade that nothing can affect you like I did for so long, nothing can affect me, nothing can hurt me, nothing can stop me, nothing can bring me down. Um, If you're going through life thinking that, it's just a really lonely way to live. There are things that can hurt me. There are things that can really cripple me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there are definitely things that would, you know, if they happened, I'd be in, on the floor in a ball, you know, just crying my eyes out. Like I'm not above that. And I don't know why for so long, like I tried to think it was cool to be above that or that there it would serve me to act like I was above that. But you're not doing yourself any favors. You're really not. I hope this is resonating with you guys. And I hope this is just, like really hitting home for some of you and I just want to empower you to be yourself and to be who you are be the best version of who you are and never never stop trying to refine that but literally just be who you are whatever makes you happy whatever puts a smile on your face whatever brings your heart joy like there's a reason why God does not tease us. He does not put things in our heart to tease us. He puts them there for a reason. Listen to them. Be yourself. Like, don't be afraid to 
be the fullest version of yourself and to let people see that version of you. I guarantee you, anytime I've I've opened up and shown those things and me just having this podcast is, is a big thing like that. But anytime I've shown those things, it's only brought me good things. It's brought me people who have DM'd me and been like, oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Like I thought your life was so perfect, blah, blah, blah. You know, things like that. And it's just, it's created a whole nother level of connection and compassion and community that I never would have imagined. And it's incredible. So I dare you. I just dare you to be 100% authentically yourself and to not censor any of it and to just let that be enough. I'm so grateful for you tuning in today, you guys. It was, like I said, this was just put on my heart to talk about this. And I'm really just talking right to myself, honestly, because this was something I had to learn the hard way. And it just came to me when I was laying in bed last night that this is what I need to talk to. So if this is hitting somewhere home for you, let me know, screenshot this and put it in your Instagram stories and tag me or DM me and let me know. Like I love that connection aspect of the podcast and I'm just a connector by by nature. That's just how I am. And I love conversation. I love just feeling like we're not alone because we're really not. So make that connection. I would love to hear from you and hear what you're going through and give you, you know, just a little, I don't know, not advice, but just to give you like a pat on the back that it's all going to be okay and you're doing the right things and to just keep going. The other thing is too, if you guys love the podcast, if you're liking what we're bringing you, then I would love, it would mean the world to me if you went to Apple Podcasts and rated and reviewed us. The review is really important. Just writing a couple of sentences about what you like about the show and, um, you know, why it's speaking to you, things like that. That stuff is really helpful. And it just helps us be found by more and more people, which is just ultimately what I want is to um, be able to connect with as many people as possible. And, And you guys can really help by doing the ratings and leaving a review. So thank you so much, y'all, for joining me on this solo episode. I love you so much. And I am just so happy for whatever brought you here. Again, like I said, don't be afraid to reach out on all of the social medias. I love connecting with people as always. So until next time, I will see you later.